You are listening to Bold Leadership, Episode 26, Leadership Fundamentals, Be Part of the Solution. Bold Leadership, the science of winning with your host, Dave Evans. Welcome to the show. Hey, everybody. Dave Evans here. Welcome to the Bold Leadership Podcast. If this is your first time listening, then thanks for coming. The Bold Leadership Podcast is produced every other Tuesday for your enjoyment, and show notes are found at www.theevansgp.com. Come back often and feel free to add the podcast to your favorite RSS feed, iTunes, Stitcher, or SoundCloud favorites. You can also follow me on Twitter, at The Bold Leader, and Facebook. All links are in the show notes. Now let's get into the show. Hey, good morning. It's Dave Evans. I'm here with you again for Leadership Fundamentals. And today we're going to talk about a topic that I absolutely think is vital to your future if you want to climb out of the cubicle and into the glass house. You got to learn to lead up. How many of you have sat at your desk and said, my boss is an idiot. He doesn't know what he's doing and he, he's killing the team and I don't get it. Now, let me explain something to you. If you're the new guy or gal on the block and you've come into a new job, that this is your greatest time, your first 90 days to make a huge impact on the company and understand the operation and processes through asking great questions. You're excited. You want to do great things. You're ready to move forward. And those first 90 days are your opportunity to make the biggest difference because after 90 days, you're stuck in the rut. You're mired in processes, you're overwhelmed by fighting fires, and now you're in the grind. Don't get in the grind. So how do you create the greatest impact and an exceptional first impression on your coworkers and your managers and grow as a team? First and foremost, don't ever, ever, ever go negative. I'll share a story with you, and I, I, I coined the phrase, don't be a pigeon. I led three organizations, and invariably, there'd be that one person that would walk into my office, take a dump on my desk with a problem, and walk out. They were pigeons. They fly in, poop on the desk, and leave. Those people drove me absolutely insane because they weren't smart enough to take the opportunity to solve their own challenge. Look, bosses in most cases have already been in your seat and done what you do. They've seen some of the challenges, and challenges change. But they want to see what you're capable of, of doing and how you're going to make process improvement and make the organization better. So when you come into the organization and you see a challenge, ask questions. If the response from somebody is this, it's always been done that way, then back away, understand they're probably not the right person to talk to and devise a solution that you can present to your manager or your manager's manager. Now, I will tell you, timing is never mediocre. If you're going to identify a problem in the organization and you're going to help it grow, you've got to make sure your timing's right. Because if the boss is having a bad day and you walk in with a challenge, he's going to throw you out of his office. So timing is important. The second thing is the approach. How do you approach your manager with the problem you see and expect to get positive feedback or results from your manager? It's simple. It's like this. When you walk in and present the challenge, be polite and be positive. But most importantly, provide solutions. My advice to the teams that I worked with was, look, if you see something wrong, go to your boss, tell them that you have, you've seen this challenge and here are the three ways you think you should, we could fix it. 
nine times out of 10, your manager is going to allow you to take the opportunity to exercise one of your solutions. One of two things is going to happen. First, you're going to go into the challenge. You're going to use your solution. It's going to be highly effective and you're going to be a hero. That is awesome. And that's great. Other times, you're going to take one of your solutions and it's not going to work. Now you have given your manager a mentoring moment, the ability to help you understand what you did, why it didn't work, and what solution may be better fit for the problem. In both cases, those are hugely positive outcomes. So I encourage you to bring those problems to your boss. The second thing about leading up that I'd like to talk about today is that there are a lot of leaders in, in an organization. There are leaders by position and there are leaders by social status, the informal leader. Some of us are leaders just by the fact that we're likable and people listen to what we have to say because A, we don't complain and B, we always have a solution. Both leaders are hugely important to an organization. And if your manager is any good, he knows who the informal leaders are in the organization and he leverages their expertise and experience with the team to help solve problems. What does that mean? When things are going wrong, you may see your manager talking to a specific individual. Look at that individual as you go into the organization and try to understand why he's going to that person with the problem. That will help you understand their role and their informal position within the company. Informal leaders are invaluable at guiding a team, solving problems, and growing the team spirit within an organization. I can't tell you how many times that I went to an informal leader in organizations I worked in and leveraged their position to improve or solve a problem in the organization. It's hugely effective. The, set, the third thing about leading up, leading up is not easy. You know, There's a lot of you sitting in your cubicle right now, very frustrated with day in and day out operations, and you're scared to say something. You're scared to say something because you're afraid your boss is A, going to fire you, B, going to be mad at you, or C, move you or do something else horrible with you. That's, not just, that's just not the case. If you are willing to take the chance to positively address challenges and let your manager know what's going on and provide solutions, I can assure you that they're going to appreciate the input and want you to exercise your expertise to help solve the problem. Look, everybody in the world has been new in an organization. Many people do not have the opportunity for mentorship as they should be allowed to have as they move into the organization. They don't understand how to be mentored. They don't understand the right questions to ask. My advice to you is ask questions. Ask positive questions. Don't sound like a whiner. Before the team, before the process, support your manager. Be highly complimentary. But identify things you don't understand and try and understand the way your company does business. I can't tell you how helpful it is when you do that for the team and for the company. You know, I want you to be hugely successful and I want to see you win. Um, and that's super, super important for me to see with you. So with that, I have a question that came from one of the audience members. I'm going to grab it off my board over here. And we're going to answer this question for, I believe it was Andy. Hold on one second. So Andy asked me, I've got this email right here. Uh, how do I prioritize? prioritize my time, money, and relationships to better accomplish my goals? Well, I've got to answer, I've got to ask a question in response to see where you fit, Andy, on this question. Are your goals smart goals? Are they specific, measurable, attainable, relative, and timely? That's the first question. The second thing I want you to know is I'm not trying to pick on you. 
SMART goals are extremely relative to your question because they're going to help you identify your pitfalls and where you need to focus as you move forward. Let's assume that your goals are SMART goals. If they're not all relative, then you have a challenge and need to relook at your goals. So what does relative mean? If if one of your goals is to spend more time with your family, but you're you also have a goal to grow your company 300% in the next year. Your goals aren't relative because you can't grow your business 300% necessarily and spend more time with your family. So you need to look at those goals and make more realistic goals that balance what you want to do. For instance, you have a goal of spending time with your kids, but you also have a goal to grow your business like we just said. Uh, you need to make sure they're relative like I said previously. You know that reaching your second goal will take at least 90 hours a week, which makes it almost impossible to spend time with your family. The next part of the question is much easier to tackle. You've got to focus on one thing. So you've got to focus on what your one thing is and move towards that goal as quickly and specifically as possible. Now, I will tell you, there's a book out there called The One Thing, probably one of the best reads I've done in the last five months, and it helps you focus on what is important and how to get there. Now, I will tell you, I, I balanced the one thing over my 22-year career, and I found this. Every time our organization was successful and every time we did hugely great things, the organization was focused on one thing. They had one primary thing they focused on and they were experts at it. They couldn't do it. They did it better than anybody else. In the same sense, the times that we failed or weren't as successful as we would have liked to be were times when we were focusing on way too many things and we didn't have that one goal in mind to move forward. That encouraged you encourages you to say no to things that aren't important. And I can't tell you how how vital it is for you to say no to things that aren't important. So with that, uh, Andy, I hope that answers your question. If you want to be more focused on your goals, find the one thing, prioritize, say no more often than saying yes, and make sure your goals are smart goals. Uh, with that, this ends our 10-minute episode of Leadership Fundamentals. Hey, I look forward to spending more time with you. If you have questions, you can send them to me at dave at theevansgp.com. I am Dave Evans, and this has been Bold Leadership. Follow Bold Leadership on Twitter at The Bold Leader and facebook.com slash theevansgp. To subscribe to Bold Leadership, visit theevansgp.com slash podcast. If you've enjoyed this episode of Bold Leadership, I would be grateful if you'd leave a review in iTunes. And remember, be bold.